Hello, hello everyone, and welcome to the most theatric game dev podcast in the world, House of Games, you fool! Today, myself and I are joined by my queen of the editing, the king of hosting, and the lord and savior, Otto! So, let's open the gates and let the audience in to today's episode of House of Theatres. Welcome everyone to the House of Games and especially welcome to my co-host. Today is another special episode without a guest. Yeah. So I'm thinking today that we should do an update episode like last time. So first of all, Rune, would you want to give an intro of where you are in your game development and how far you come? Mm, since last time I can't quite remember where I were at. I can actually remind you because I'm editing that episode as we speak. Oh. So last time we had a discussion about the day-night cycle of the NPCs. So they have a schedule to, for example, step one, wake up and then go to work and then after work they do this and then on weekends they are off and then on seasonal events they have a special schedule and stuff that's what i remember from last time so last time i did that thing where the npcs are acting somewhat human and since then i have implemented a uh, a task system like a side quest system or this will also be the main quests in the game as I mentioned before on this podcast, this game is kind of like a, a hybrid between Harvest Moon, Stardew Valley and Animal Crossing. You should be able to play the game and you sort of goof around if you want to, but also attend a farm if that's what you want to. Or become a criminal and do crimes to make money. But you have all these NPCs that will give you side quests or ask you to you know, help them find something, whatever. So this side quest system is... I bought it from the same company who developed the dialogue system, which I bought for Red Colony 2 and 3. And then I implemented that to the Red Colony trilogy, the physical release. And it's just, it's a very nice, they call Pixel Cruncher, by the way. I mentioned them before. Really nice the way they, the tutorials, how to implement these things to your game. Because it's not like you just buy it and then drag and drop into your game. Actually, it is quite that simple, but you have to set it up in many ways and obviously you don't want to use whatever they have provided because then it's just like it's just gonna look like what they have created so you have to change everything of course change menus and my game is pixel art so i obviously have to change a lot of things i haven't come that far in terms of changing the ui stuff that's usually what i do in the end of everything but i have managed to understand how this quest system works which is really nice and I have planned the first year of the game with what quests are going to be in it for the main story. And like what things do I need for that main story? Let's say a guy tells you to go to a trailer to look for something. Then obviously I need to draw a trailer and put that somewhere in the game. So these are the things I've been working on since last time. So my plan is to sort of make the first year of the game quite playable. Hopefully within a month, maybe. But... Not only that, I am ready to, I've been saying it for many episodes, I want to start showing off this game. So I have put together a trailer and I was been sitting with that for two days now. And it's one of the parts of game development I really hate. Oh, it's so boring. But I have (laughs) put it together and now I'm going to show it to you, Odo. Very exciting. Yeah. And once you've watched it, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions because I I try to take tips from some of the previous guests we have had. So I'm not going to say what it is before you see the trailer. So let's watch the trailer. And for audio listeners, we will upload this trailer together with this podcast episode on YouTube. So by the time you listen to this, the real trailer is out. So it will probably look somewhat different from this trailer based on Odo's feedback. I'm just kidding. Uh, it's don't don't feel the pressure. So, should we we can watch it together? Yeah, actually, there is in Discord. You could actually watch it, so we both get it on our screen simultaneously. I think. Mm-hmm. So let me try and set that up. 
before we start watching, I was thinking one reason why I want to do this too is because I think just like the last time we had an update on what we're working on, it was me who had an update back then too. And I just realized I think I was sick that day too. So there's something about that. <laughs> but I hope to encourage people to make games. And I think I sort of want to tell you my mindset after we watch this trailer. Again, to sort of encourage or give people a, a insight behind the scenes what developers are thinking and doing while they're developing games because that's like the thing in the gaming industry it's so everything is you know it's secrets everything is secret so i hope that uh, anyone listening to this who wants to be a developer find this sort of information useful and, and interesting so that's was also the, the idea of showing you the trailer before it's done this sort of first draft of it so now i'm ready Perfect. And I just want to say that your logo is really, really good. First of all, looking at just the thumbnail of it. So kudos to that. I'm ready. There's a whole episode of what it means, but we'll take that some other day. Oh, interesting. Yeah, we should absolutely do one of those. All right, I'll click play. All right. Nice colors. Very nice. It's sort of nostalgic, the... Yeah, the graphics. Mm. Mm, very, very cool. And I really like the, the water graphics. Mm. It's... I was... Quite surprised myself when I found a tutorial and, and did it. Love the design of the mayor. Very good. <laughs> and great music. Actually, the music was stopped halfway through because it's uh, I messed up when I exported it. <laughs> I was in such a hurry to, to get it ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Very, very beautiful game, I would say, so far. Hmm. Yeah, it looks really, really good. And again, the water effect is just amazing. One thing I would add, though, to this trailer is that... Oh, wait, it's not done yet, so I'm not, I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> the timing for this little scene is really shit, but... That's it. Very good. Okay, so one thing I think I would add in this trailer is that to hook the player I think that you would want sort of a a small narrative of what do you do in this game. So, for example, EVE Online, I remember, had this trailer back in the day where they had sort of something like this. They paint up a scenario that you arrive to this, you know, there's this deserted player that's in the middle of space and... You have two choices, either you could just rob him or you could help him and then forge an alliance and then you could just fight a war with this other player made faction and da da da. And then in like 30 seconds they paint it up like you can imagine your whole arc sort of. So I would say if you can include more of that, in my opinion, more like imagine how you either go from rags to riches or the other way or something like that would be really nice but in terms of like emotionally and visually and stuff it's really really good great music great visuals you get to see a lot of the actions that you do in the game the graphics are just amazing music is amazing so very good cheers happy to hear that yeah, absolutely. Yeah, to hook the play with a small narrative, I'm not sure how I can do that. And I sort of thought that's what I was trying to do anyway. However, here is a 
we talked to uh, Yaha two weeks ago and I can't remember if we talked about it on the episode or after because I talked to him a little bit after we were finished and he sent me a link to a video called we have to add this because it's quite useful for indie developers but basically indie dev don't try to make your trailer a triple a trailer I have that problem that I always sort of the way I imagine it in my head it is like a triple a game almost or the reaction should be like that but reality is that no one will watch this trailer. I mean, if you get really lucky, it might blow up somewhere. But it's just probably not going to happen that it gets... Probably not going to blow up. And the way I envision it is probably not going to translate anyway to the people watching it. So it's sort of like... Yeah, has, and like his point was sort of like... Don't think you're fucking Hideo Kojima. Basically like that. <laughs> Yeah, that is good advice. And I would think that something that you could do as a small narrative is, for example, it doesn't have to be the whole story of the game or the whole game loop. But it could be, for example, you mentioned last time that depending on if you're rich or poor, you can or cannot get into this club, for example. So say that you would have the trailer would have that scenario of trying ah. to get into the club and getting kicked out or, you know, there's just a sort of a funny or surprising moment that you think like, oh, I wonder how you get to that point in the game or I wonder what would happen if he picked that dialogue option or it could be some, you know, the player does this one thing and that small thing tells a small narrative. It could be, for example, as a shanty person, you maybe trash a trash can and then the police come after you and something else happens and then that's that whole thing that's the only thing you tell but that sort of still tells a a piece of a story you can imagine yourself that oh if i were in that situation i would run there instead or maybe if he did that you know something like that is what i would go for or the thing that could really give the extra something to the trailer i would say yeah that's that's two good ideas the rich and poor thing that function is working so that's something i should probably show off like i actually have a a note here with a bunch of like small videos i'm planning to sort of put out once a week or once every two weeks Ooh. so for the game to sort of show these types of functions but you're right that that should probably be in the trailer too because in the trailer what i'm trying to do is also let's back up a little bit so our guest i think it was david or tobias said something about try to hook the person emotionally that's if you want to pitch the game that's when we talked about that so what i'm trying here like one thing i liked with the trailer myself is that there's someone who's talking to you the person watching welcome to sunset moon your grandfather is sick will you look after him so that's how i tried to hook you somehow because i can't remember if i ever played a game where you look after a sick grandfather the idea to have that there is to sort of show that there is something quite unique or at least a bit different And then, of course, you will know that the game you're watching is some sort of farming sim. You might understand that straight away or by seeing, imagine if people talk about it. I think that's how people will talk about it. And then you watch the trailer down the line and then you go like, huh, so it's a farming sim, but it's also this sick grandpa involved somehow. So that was the idea there to sort of hook you emotionally in some capacity and soon after that the trailer continues like or will you just go and look for love so that's i'm lifting that point of the game as well that there is a love sim here and then i also show these dialogues because i want and that was what i thought i was doing to interest you when you watch it but i'm not sure if it's not enough time to read it or if it's just you didn't think about it or if it's just not interesting enough for example they sit in a bathtub these two a girl and the main character at this point he's a shanty guy and she said i really enjoy this date and then you have three options and he will say like well i really enjoyed hanging out with you as well nicole (laughs) and by the way the name nicole and that character is an easter egg from red colony 2 because this is a a Mm. little 
love letter to the Red Colony fans, who I hope will give this game a go. So she's in this game. You know, it's not the same universe or anything like that, but nonetheless. So he says that, like, you can, as when you play the game, you can say, yeah, I really enjoy this date as well. Or you can say, whatever, babe, let's go to the love hotel. And that, from my point of view, was supposed to make you, the player, think, oh, wow, there are love hotels in this game. Now, that's not a thing in Western culture, so I'm not sure if that will translate well. But I, just with the Red Colony games, I I think I have a quite Japanese mindset in many ways. <laughs> but I can imagine that, like, Japanese gamers think that's going to be interesting. And then the third option is he says, like, well, this sucks. You sucks. I'm going home to play some video games. And that's sort of to show that you can be a dick as well. That is a really good idea. But here's why... I didn't react to it the first time. So I didn't pay attention to the dialogue because I'm busy like looking at the game and the thing that I took from that is, oh, you have dialogue and then I didn't think too much to read it. There's this rule in filmmaking that says show, don't tell. So I do get the emotional angle and I think that is a very good hook, but I think it would be even more powerful, I don't know if that suits your game or not, but to have it as a voiceover, somebody telling you this. Because there's text on the screen, but people like me are lazy. Also, I would say this line comes, to me at least, a little bit too soon. So your grandpa is sick, but why should I care about him already after 8 seconds? If you would have something to hook me that I want grandpa to live, for example, seeing how he's such a mentor or he helped me all those years ago or he's this great, you know, as in the Up movie, for example, in a very short time span, you see their whole marriage, the old guy and his wife. And then after the end of that, you're really sort of emotional and you care so much about this grandpa and you want him to be happy. So that's uh, why doing it with your voice, you can just communicate so much more emotion quickly. Or you have to show it on the screen that he's dying or something and it needs to look like an emotional moment. Soka, yeah, the voiceover thing is... I was thinking my wife would do it in Japanese though, so that wouldn't really help your non-Japanese people. Maybe... And then I was thinking to do voice myself, but I just fucking hate my own voice. Maybe I can get someone else to do it. (laughs) But yeah, another thing, I I wrote it in the chat before it started. The timing and everything is quite shit in this trailer at this point. (laughs) For example, these big texts that pop up like, your grandfather is sick, can you look after him? Or will you drift off and seek love? What I think, I want to have these texts in the game anyway. But black backgrounds, so it's just the text. Because it's really busy the way it is now. And when I edit it, of course, when you edit something, you see it and you read it and you're like, yeah, this is enough time to read it. But then even when I watch it, I'm like, oh, geez, I can't even... It's too quick and it's the timing and all that stuff. But the problem to have a text with a black background is one of the Yaha's tips. That's a typical AAA thing to do and maybe not what you want to do if you're indie if you want to hook people but there is i have some arguments against that and some of the things you said as well actually i can get into that right now so the idea was to make this trailer and then release it send it to the people who subscribe to the runic codes mailing list it's not that many but it's basically some influencers and just fans of the red colony games or knife boy so that's how i was planning to reveal the game first to send it out you know via that email and post it on twitter where hopefully people who follow me there also care about the types of games i make so my idea was that they would give me we talk a lot about this with people's attention spam it's like next to none but a part of me believes that if you do subscribe to my sort of newsletters or my Twitter and especially since you haven't seen anything from me for almost six months or something like that maybe you would give me a second chance or you know you would have patience to to read what's on the screen and stuff like that 
especially if you're a Red Colony fan, that also probably means that you're sort of into story stuff. So that was also one of my ideas that it's not to necessarily hook this Call of Duty guy who, you know, who, who might be into this game if I showed him the right things. But my plan was more to invite the OG fans or whatever you want to call it who knows what kind of games I make even though this game is going to be shocking for them I assume based on the graphics and everything it's totally different but that was sort of my my thought process to have some story beats in the trailer even though I have been advised not to do that another thing I did check out like some Harvest Moon trailer Stardew Valley Stardew Valley does it they also have like a text a black background and a text but I did check out the PlayStation 4 Stardew Valley trailer. And at that point that game was already famous. It wouldn't matter I suppose. When they did the trailer to have those sort of slow beats if you will. Yeah I don't know. It's I think you have the right things here. So you have the small narrative already. So you have the grandpa being sick here. And then moving a little further here. You have some date with some hot babe. <laughs> And then you have some other date with the mayor and he has to decide between, you know, sleeping to the top and then somewhere here he gets homeless. So that's a small narrative. That's a small story of something happening. You have this, you have to take care of your grandpa, but instead you're doing this and that and then you end up homeless. And that's just a small story that people can grasp and stuff. The only thing that you have to do in this trailer, I think, so the parts are there, but you have to just highlight them that, for example, in the hot tub scene here. So there you have just three seconds or something to see all of the options. What you want is a little bit longer so that the the player gets to think about, hmm, I wonder which option I should take or what will happen if I pick this or that. Or you could do something like, for example, you could highlight, you could just zoom in on each option or something to really make the focus about, okay, I can do this or I can be rude or I can, there's this love hotel option, something to just, to make that stick in the mind of the player that, oh my God, I got these options. And then show some kind of, for example, you could do one transition that you could do if you want to see the richest rags story quickly. It's just have the player walking from, say, left to right and then fade to the same walk animation, except now he's wearing slightly worse clothes. And then another and then eventually homeless clothes. And then you show the scene that now is beside this old homeless guy so then you have the thing that yeah that's good idea now that you say it so i have a debug mode i mean the game is just so far from completion so it's just a couple of more things i want to add to this behind the scenes of a trailer i don't want to show off too much of the game because the things that are outside what you see it's very undone unfinished like (laughs) the houses and stuff like that so when he's sitting here talking. But you wouldn't be able to tell, I would say. Glad to hear that. And that was what I've been working on for the last week, is to make the areas I want to show as complete as possible. So when he's sitting talking to the mayor here, there's a fire station next to her house. And only the left side of that house have details. The right side of the (laughs) house is just like red. I mean, it's somewhat done, but it doesn't have much details or anything like that. And the table in front of the player is not... I mean, it's on the same layer as the floor. So if he stepped forward, he will just walk on the table. I just <laughs> sort of put things together as quickly as possible, which brings me to another thing that one of our guests said, and you have said it, I've said it, and this is something we sort of say to listeners who want to get into game development. Just do it. If you overthink it, if you analyze it too much, it will never get done. It's just never going to leave prototype stage so I'm pretty good at just fucking doing it and then regretting afterwards. Like, oh, God damn it. I should have done this. I should have done that. But I thought it would be fun to hear your take. And I, yeah, you have good ideas. I'm going to definitely implement the rich and poor thing when he gets kicked out. And I have the function when the 
police is chasing you, which is quite funny. He sort of passed out after a while, so that would be fun to show. And also the outfits. Yeah, I can recommend you a game that sort of reminds me of these graphics a little bit and also a little bit maybe about the gameplay. So I'm going to link later a game called Tag der Arbeit, which is a game about some, (laughs) I think, anarchist who is protesting on Labor Day in Germany. (laughs) And you're supposed to, it's this old Flash game and you're supposed to throw rocks at police and, you know, burn stuff. That's something like... Imagine if you would just capture footage of that for like 30 seconds, then that would be like a small narrative. You get instantly what it is about. And it doesn't have to be the same thing, but in that way that you quickly can understand coming from not understanding it at all is the important thing, whatever it is that you want to highlight. Also, one very, very small nitpicky thing so I would say, not having done pixel art, so take this with a grain of salt, but at this screen, the homeless guy here on the lower left, usually I interpret vertical lines as having to do with height. So I'm guessing he's sitting on planks or a rag or something. At first glance, I thought he was sitting like in the middle of a couple of planks. So I would, if possible, shift those to be... A little bit tilted or you know something to be able to see what it is where are we so that's in let's see six seconds seven seconds that's when the grandpa is on the balcony a little later ah, i see i see oh uh, yeah he's sitting on a on a carpet exactly so something unfortunately has to be done to ah yes to make it clear that he's sitting on something that is horizontal and not vertical. Soka, so the line should be vertically. Yeah, or, or something. Because it, that could be misinterpreted, I think. One more thing about that. I wonder, in some of the scenes at this point, the character have like a, a shadowy outline on them and some don't. It's really cool uh, what a difference it makes. That's one of the small videos I'm going to upload at some point uh, through my Twitter to show just with Photoshop these small touches you can do to make them pop so much more. So they all have like a slight outline and shadow-ish. But also that guy sitting down there, he doesn't have a shadow under his ass, I see. Maybe that would help too. But I see what you mean. (laughs) Yes, exactly. That could be also something. Yeah, well, that's great feedback. And I wanted to highlight one more thing. The music is from YouTube libraries. So it's free to use for anything. I wanted to highlight that also. Because if you are going to make a trailer, you can use YouTube stuff. Obviously, I wouldn't have it in my final trailer. But again, I just need to get this game out. I want to show it and I want to have people join me on the journey as I'm creating the game because it is a hell of an endeavor, this game. I think it's going to take more than a year and a half to make from this point. So it's two years in total, probably. If we go back to Sweden, it's going to take much longer because then I can't work on it full time. But that's another thing. The music I have not made myself. I just picked it from YouTube libraries. I do have a good friend here and he lives five minutes walk from here. He makes music for, I talked about him on this podcast before, but he makes music for proper anime shows and stuff like that. I talked to him and his boss about potentially making music for my game and he can do that. So that's really cool. Like it won't interfere with his work because you know when you're in this industry, sometimes they don't allow you to work on other things as well. But I have to hire him through that company. His boss jokingly said you can give him a, a really shit deal and my friend he's fine with it too because for him it's just you know getting his music out there so it would be a quite shit deal but he is so good at making music and that's another thing i think i might have mentioned it before that i want so you have four seasons per year and i want each season to have like a a, a 10 minute track for as long as a day is should be the track and it should change slightly afternoon and after lunch and so on so it changed slightly throughout the day because one thing i hate with these farming sim games or whatever is that you get sick of the music because it's just looping over and over and over again so that would be really cool to have these sort of 10 15 minutes tracks that change over time 
and my friend he showed me how he could do it it's not too complicated or too time consuming so that's that's cool and he already made a midsummer song which i i want to have in the game so that's cool i guess that's it that's some of the ideas behind this trailer and sort of what i was thinking that i hope the viewer sees it sounds like i failed at some of them and succeeded at others thanks to your feedback i am gonna implement some of what you said and one more thing i thought about implementing you said about this outfits like when you reach poor chant or whatever i have a debug script so i can just press one two three four and he will change his status so i think i don't even have to fade like you said i could just walk from left to right and press one two three four so i think i'm gonna do that that would be cool yeah, I would say you want some kind of transition, though, to make the viewer understand that it's not just that you're showing that you can have different costumes, that there is, like, this is what happens if you fuck up, that you get poor or something. So you should have, like, a puff of smoke or, you know, a sad trombone or, you know... <laughs> something <laughs> you know just to make it clear what you are displaying maybe yeah you could do also if if it's possible so if you would have the buildings beside him be more and more shit so to speak or the other way around so that you could communicate from every angle so that it can't be misunderstood that here is a character going from something really nice to failing or He's going into misery or whatever it might be. Yeah, that's a good idea. The only problem is I don't have any sort of rich people stuff to show off except the mayor's house. It's fairly done, the ones you see in the trailer. I was thinking, well, first of all, that sound effect you threw in there. Admit that you only had this feedback so you could say that and put that sound effect here. <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking now that you talked like it would be quite fun to have like a I imagine a, a rail with a spotlight on it and then it's night time because the game looks better at night I haven't really made some nice daytime effects yet but I was thinking that a rail with a spotlight and then you walk under the spotlight and then it could be like cubicles for changing clothes so you just walk behind these what is it called shinke drapes a curtain i suppose curtains yeah you walk behind like some small curtains and then when you come out on the other side of that curtain he is homeless and then he is or whatever that could be cool and we sort of show the the classes but yeah i wanted to highlight that in this trailer that there is you know different classes and stuff like that i realize i'm not showing how you look like when you're rich in the game I only have this conversation with the mayor, how she tried to, what is it called, deceive you? Well, convince you to join the elite. But there's so many more stories to tell about the game, so there will be more coming out while... Uh... Also, I would say that I really like the effect of going into a house when the exterior sort of blends away. A very nice touch, I think. Cheers, yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to have any loading scenes or anything like that. And I wanted the houses to feel like they are characters as well. They all look unique and the interior will be very unique when it's done. And there will be a lot of animations and stuff going on inside the houses. You saw like a, an old nylon player at the, the mayor's house. If you pay attention to it, it's like in front of her playing. Yeah. And then this chanty guy is breaking into this cafe, which is more like a hipster cafe. There's some bongs there. What is it called? A water bong? I don't know. So, yeah, that's that was the trailer review session of the podcast. Fun, fun. Very fun. Just a final note on the rags to riches thing, if you choose to do that. So it's important, I think, to show that as a sort of consequence of the player's actions rather than just a costume change. So that the player can sort of imagine you know, going from this to that or something like that. Mm, you mean when I sort of show off all the uniforms? Yeah, or if you want to show like rags to riches or the other way around, that it looks like a 
consequence of, you know, you succeeded with this, so you get rich, or you failed with this, or whatever the story beats might be. This led to becoming poor, or this led to becoming rich, or something. Hmm. Yeah, because if you only show, like, the costume change, then the player won't understand necessarily that this is something that it's going to be some adventure and it's going to unlock or lock certain features of the game. They're just going to think it's, oh, you can wear this costume or you can wear that costume. But that doesn't sound as exciting as this great story where you live the sort of highs and lows of life. Hmm. But the current way the trailer is presented, doesn't it sort of indicate that that's what happens in the game? Yes, I would say so. But you would want to connect them more, I would say. Make them more closely knit so that you go in a straight line from rich to poor, for example. Just so it's super clear. Because I didn't understand that the first time I watched it now. Assuming that is what you want to show off, that is. So that would be something on top of all of this. A straight line, like literally a straight line when he just become rich. It doesn't have to be visually a straight line, but you show progressively that the player is getting from one place to the next, for example. Or you could do... Because you want to show... When you show it as a consequence of this leads to that then for me at least that feels like oh man if I do that then I will become poor for example hmm I wonder if I do the reverse will I become rich or will I do this or you know you sort of get these ideas in your head and you start thinking about the game and exploring possibilities and stuff Mm. That's hard though, like how can I, because it's not necessarily that you do something and then you become rich or you do something and you don't become poor, it's more like, well to become homeless that's if you, if you can't pay your rent and that's one of the conversations he, the homeless guy is having in the end there, like you can't pay rent, spent all your money on booze, women and bag. Yeah, exactly. But then for example, what happens to grandpa if you're out on the streets? That's something you want maybe the player to think about. That the world feels more alive if the stuff you do have like ringar på vattnet. Sort of ripple effects. Hmm. Now how could I show that? I mean, yeah. While we're at it, while we have the YouTube thing open, let me just see if I can find this EVE Online trailer and I can show you what I mean. Okay, so here I don't think this is exactly the one I was thinking about, but this does the same thing. So let me show it to you as well. This could be you, and you're about to become the victim of a brutal ambush. The attackers are with a notorious alliance. You're reborn, and it's time for some payback. So you befriend one member, and then another. Soon you're invited to join them. You start moving up the ranks. You're given privileged information, access to the Alliance war chest. So now it's time to make a choice. You can keep building power, or you can take your revenge. This is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. It doesn't have to be the same stuff, but in a very short time you present a narrative of what can happen or going from this to that. At the end of it, you sort of start to think for yourself what you would do in that situation and so on. I feel like that's what I'm doing, but it's just because the things you can do. uh, Hmm. I mean, at this point, it's so early on, so I can't really show all the things you can do. But here is maybe a good test for when you do release the trailer. So when you do, you show it to someone who knows nothing about it and you just ask them to write down what happened in the trailer and then that will be well you would have to do it on several people to get a fair picture but that is what is presented to the player or the viewer so if they do write down this well you had this choice and you had that choice then that will have made a good impact but if it's just 
they write something about they show this graphic and they da 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 and then also don't prepare them beforehand that they need to write it down so they they don't focus on hmm i need to pay attention to this or that and that way i think you could just get a fair picture of what people actually see and how they actually react and you get across the things that are important to show yeah that's a good idea i mean at this point like i said i was gonna just i want just wanted to have something to show in the newsletter basically because usually what people do or what i did my previous games is just that i start posting stuff about them like super early on or with knife boy i didn't do anything because i thought it was so damn boring but this time around (laughs) i thought i would sort of send this newsletter to the people who are interested in what i'm working on and then post sort of half-assed and half-done things. For that, I absolutely agree that just showing something is great and it doesn't have to be perfect. So for that, I think what you've showed me so far is a really, really good trailer and it does get me really interested to play it. But I think... Yeah, I used to work on the timings and implement a couple of things you, you mentioned. I think it will be... It will suffice. Exactly, but then again, I would say I'm just a guy, so take everything I say with a grain of salt, a sack of salt, maybe. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's funny you said that, that I sh- we should show our trailers to people ahead of time. I've never done that before, and that's a good idea. I wrote to ChatGPT today, what type of game does this make you think it is? And then I wrote down all those headlines that is shown in my trailer, like, welcome to Sunset Moon, your grandpa is sick, can you look after him? Can you look after his farm? Or will you drift off and seek love, I wonder? Perhaps you will strive to join the elite, or you will fall into reketing ring. Uh, whatever you end up doing on Sunset Moon, I hope you enjoy your stay. And the chat GPT answered, Based on the given sentences, it seems like Sunset Moon could be a role-playing game or a simulation game that takes place in a rural setting. The first two sentences suggest that the player may be responsible of taking care of the sick grandfather and managing his farm. The other sentences suggest that the player may have choices and different paths to take in the game, such as seeking love, aiming for success, or potentially becoming involved in criminal activities. Overall, it appears to be a game that involves decision-making and personal development within a rural setting. So I thought ChatGPT did a quite good job at seeing what it is yes absolutely and as i said i think you have all of the bits there for most of this footage i don't think you have to do much else and just just go as a first reveal trailer absolutely i think also to take it to the next level you know when you do a trailer in the future someday then you could just string it together even better and make it more tight i guess and then you would hook even more players to be excited to play it. That's really good advice. We said we might have another topic, but we've been going on for about an hour just on this. It sort of became an in-depth trailer discussion. But I think it's still... um, I mean, I learned loads for doing this. And I just came up with this idea like half an hour before we started recording. Or I thought about it earlier today. I don't remember when I texted you to show you while we're recording. And I had no intentions of learning anything from this, but I think it's really cool that I did. And I hope, I mean, even you, I reckon, learned something. And listeners who are developing their games, I think what Odo just said is super great advice that you put together your trailer, show it to some friends, and don't tell them what it's all about. I'm sure a lot of maybe, I mean, real developers do that most likely and have these teams of people coming in having opinions and feelings about the trailers. But when you're in the dev, I mean, you you don't have that kind of luxury. But you can at least invite your friends and and family to ask them what they think. Yeah, exactly. And I think just writing down also what they think the game is about because then you get all of the information of what is communicated what is the core idea of the game that is communicated is it what you want to be communicating great advice yeah there's also one question that i thought to ask in the beginning but i think i'll just ask it now now that we're nearing the end of it you talked about implementing a quest system do you want to talk a little bit about what is that like and how does that work 
can any game implement a quest system or how does that work at all? Yeah, so it's a asset you buy. I'm against, it's called asset flipping. Yeah, and just buying stuff in general that already exists. But I do have some, I mean, what's the point spending probably six months developing my own quest system? When I found this one and it really does fulfill all the things I wanted in my game. And I wouldn't be surprised if this quest system is used in even some AAA games. You can go really in-depth with it, how it works. Or do what I do, use it on a more shallow basis because it's quite complicated. But basically it's it's called Pixel Crusher, the company, I guess, who makes this quest system. They also, like I mentioned before, made this dialogue system that I bought. And I buy these things through Unity, the Unity store. I can't remember what I paid for them, maybe... 60 80 dollars each or something like that and then you get access to their forums and that's the great part because then you can ask the people who have developed them questions so i remember when i bought the dialogue system the first time i was just like god damn it i spent 80 bucks on something i don't understand so i just went to the forum and just wrote where do i start damn this is too much and then one of them kindly said like well start here and then implement this to your game and then you will sort of get a hang of how it works and then come back to the forum and ask more questions later so i did what it asked me to and then i sort of got a hang of how the dialogue system worked and in red colony 3 for example i learned how to combine the dialogues with actions happening on the scene so let's say mina the main character in the third game she says like ah you bitch and then a window should break in the background so you can sort of the dialogue system can interact with the world so that was really cool to learn that so there's loads of stuff to learn but this quest system so i've only basically the quest i managed to make so far is what the tutorials on the website shows me and it's very complicated they even have like a this quest system also have a what is it called basically the good and evil let's say every time you pick up a carrot in the game the evil parameter will go up so you become more and more evil or every time you catch a fish you become good whatever you want the settings to be so in the dialogue tree for example if you say something mean that will make you more evil and so on i can just describe the one quest i have made in the game is this old lady called scruffy sandra she has a cat and she asked the player to find the cat the cool thing is that you can implement that quest ui to the dialogue ui that i'm had previously bought from this company and even the dialogue you are you can choose how you want it to look like i want it to be in the bottom with a picture and the name and then the text sort of like an rpg old school style so anyway you walk to this lady you talk to her and she will tell you well my cat was lost can you find her and then you can accept the quest or deny it through the dialogue the way they show you the first time is just like a yes or a no button But then I've sort of made it work so the yes or no button is linked to the dialogues options. So I can say, oh, of course, old lady, I would love to help you. Or, nah, I don't want to do it. So that's basically yes or no. So then you accept the quest. And the way it's working now in the game is that you just go to this square-shaped area. And then the quest is successful, right? But obviously that square-shaped area... It's just a box collider that knows that you're there. You could also just make it an item. And when you pick up the item, it will be added to your inventory and also send a signal to the quest engine that tells the quest engine that you picked up this item and now mission complete. And you go back to Scruffy Sandra and she has a different dialogue. Thank you so much. And it's even like if you walk back to her before you have finished the quest, you can have a different dialogue she would say like ah stop slacking go and find my damn cat or whatever so it's really really cool she can basically have up to four different things to say based on where you are on the quest line so that's really cool very nice yeah i don't know if if that really answers your question but yeah but interesting as you said i usually do things myself also so i'm not either very used to buying stuff like that and implementing them really interesting concept that you can do that because you don't want to have to reinvent the wheel because a quest system is probably something that almost every 
game has and probably every RPG game has. Yeah, I think it's it saves a lot of time too. As long as I can make it look different, because the way it looks now is, is obviously not, I have obviously not made it. But once you have customized it enough and slapped on your own graphics and done all that, it, it will look unique and original. And I think that's what you should do if you buy a asset like this. Let's try to at least put in some effort to make it look like it's not something that everyone else uses. Very cool. I think with that, that's going to be a, a good wrap-up. It's been a really fun one, I think. I didn't think either that we would fill out all this time just <laughs> talking about the trailer, but it was very interesting to dissect it and and see all of the stuff. Hopefully people listening find it enjoyable to sort of see how developers think about their own stuff. I think at least I enjoy doing that, hearing what other developers think the thought process behind things because sometimes it's like why the fuck would they do this and then there is a reason for a lot of things not all of them but there's usually a reason i agree and i really look forward to someday i'm gonna be the one in the hot seat and showing you a trailer i'm sure so i really look forward to that hopefully soon we'll see if i can make some progress on my game yeah All right, thank you again, Rune, for being my co-host and thank you for a great trailer. I look forward to also seeing what the public thinks about it when you have the finished one ready. Should be next week. I'm not going to hold it longer. I want to get it out so I can go back to work. Because that's another thing, just one more detail. Like When you work on a trailer, take forever. I feel like that's one of my sort of rules at Rune Codes. Don't spend too much on something because it's just, keep moving forward. Yeah, that's completely right. I absolutely agree. Just get it out there. Releasing is more important than anything else. Absolutely. And with that, I would like to thank everyone for listening also. And we will see you next week as usual. Hi. Bye. Bye.